You are listening to episode 143 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're talking about impacts of Christian cruise experiences with Stephanie Smith. Hi, my name is Sarah and I have a background in theology and a love for travel. Having visited nine different countries and served in five congregations, I wanted to create an environment that discusses and encourages the overlap of my two favorite things, the Lord and travel. And if you have a passion for these things or wanting to learn how God is such an integral part of our daily adventures, then you've come to the right place. Today's topic is Impacts of Christian Cruise Experiences with Stephanie Smith. Hi everyone, I am so glad that you are tuning in today because we have an amazing guest, Stephanie. She's going to be talking a little bit about Christian cruise experiences and how we can grow in our faith in the process. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you can connect with other travelers around the world and learn about other travel adventures. We hope that you'll be a part of that active community, but without further ado, Stephanie has always loved to travel and experience the way people live in different parts of the world. Her studies and her job have enabled her to do that in many places. Stephanie has worked for Inspiration Cruises and Tours for over 10 years, and she, to- and she joins us today to talk a little bit about that and her cruise experiences. Hey, Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. It's gl- I'm glad to be here. Yes, we're glad that you're here as well. Can you tell us how you, uh, well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you got into the cruise world? Absolutely. Um, I'll start with travel has always been a passion of mine. Um, My mother says I wore out my first atlas when I was four years old. And (laughs) I remember as a young child, just uh, looking at all the maps curious about who lived in all these places and what they looked like and what their cultures and customs were. And so from a young age, that was just something that was an interest of mine. And um, so I I think as I moved into my adulthood, I just knew travel would be a part of my life. Uh, Whether it was a career or not, I had no idea. Um, I went to school and got a marketing degree. While I was in college, my parents purchased a Christian travel management company called Inspiration Cruises and Tours. And they went from, uh, they were in the bookstore industry and then they moved to travel, Christian travel. And uh, 10 years later, they asked if I would uh, want to come work for them for a while. And I said I would give them a one-year commitment and we are 16 years in. So I just (laughs) never left, but I realized I got to use uh, my education that I had gone into as well as my passion for travel. all in one career and you can't ask for anything better. So nice. So if your parents ran a bookstore previously and then got into the travel world, was travel something that was a passion for them as well that they passed on to you or? Yeah, not as much really, actually. Um, I think they just saw it as an amazing business opportunity, but also uh, my parents have always used their giftings in the marketplace for ministry. So uh, my dad has always said he's never felt called to be in direct ministry or to you know be a pastor, but he knows that he has always been in ministry to ministries. And so that's what it was like when he ran the Christian bookstore. It was a ministry to ministries. And then he just extended that when he moved into the travel business. And really, 
that's the whole reason why inspiration even exists. We always say if we are not making an impact to the kingdom, we will close the doors tomorrow. We happen to be a for-profit company, but that's not why we exist. And so um, I think their passion to, you know, talk about Jesus and help those ministries that really impact other people around the world, uh, their passion for that was given to me. And um, I got to combine that with my passion for travel. That's awesome. And it um, is so encouraging to hear other people also wanting to, I guess, make an impact for ministries um, and to use their career in that way. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the whole point of why any of this should even happen. You know, it's, we bring together people who are of like-minded faith and uh, they get to travel together. And, um, and on top of that, they get to go with their favorite pastors or musicians and authors that they follow all the time or read about or listen to all the time. And they, you know, it just makes such an impact in people's lives. And that's why we do what we do. So we, we spend countless hours making sure that all the details are taken care of and there's nothing left to chance. We do everything with excellence and we're, we're prepping our trips out two years before they even happen. And so once they come to completion, um, it's really good to see the travelers and the experience that they get to have that we work so hard for them to have. Absolutely. And that definitely does take a lot of planning. Um, kind of along those lines, then, how do you define Christian travel? Yeah, you know, Christian travel, I'll go back to what I just said. It's a way of traveling with like-minded people. Um, there are many different niches of travel that you can go into. You can travel with people who like Disney. You can travel with people who like your favorite secular band. You can travel with people who like Star Trek. By the way, there is an entire Star Trek cruise if you don't know about it. Like there, you can do all those things. Um, but in addition to having those amazing experiences, uh, doing that in Christian travel, you are traveling with other people who are like-minded in your faith. And um, there are benefits to traveling with people that are not within your same faith, you know, uh, beliefs. Um, but there is something about reconnecting with God um, in amazing places around the world and doing that in study of the word, worshiping together, fellowshipping together, and then really just seeing the amazing world that God has created all together with this faith mindset. Absolutely. It's great to like use travel to be a place to build those connections and to reinforce and encourage our faith um, instead of just kind of leaving it at home while we're on our vacations. Yeah, it's I've always said the, one of the main reasons I stayed in this industry is, you know, we're both Americans. And so talking to an American audience, I it's one of my personal jobs that has nothing to do with my job and inspiration, but one of my personal jobs that I've given myself is to encourage Americans to get outside their American bubble and comfort zone and go see that there are other cultures in the world, other ways of living, other people who are Christians and um, that they follow the word of God, but they may do it in a different way. And it's just as beautiful as what we do. It's not, you know, it's, it's different, but it's going to be just as beautiful and amazing. And I just love seeing people's eyes just lighten up when they see these different cultures, food, everything that you can experience, the beauty, like you, you may, you may live in the most beautiful place in the United States, but just wait till you go to Tahiti or to Australia or New Zealand 
the Holy Land. It's a wholly different, it's a completely different kind of beauty, right? Um, and so, and same with the people groups. Like I just, that's my favorite part of traveling is meeting all the different people groups, the different cultures you can experience. Um, and yeah, it's it's a mission of mine. It's a personal mission of mine. <laughs> yes. We can get such a narrow worldview sometimes. Um, we're inundated with uh, secular views on our social media and um, our own travel experiences, just what we see, even if we, if we never leave our hometown, let alone our own country, we tend to look at the world from a certain lens, but there are Christians all around the world and they all are loved and precious by the Lord. And even though they do things differently, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily wrong. And there's a lot that we can learn from that. Absolutely. Yep. I 100% agree. <laughs> so uh, going along those lines, when it um, oftentimes I see in the Christian travel industry, a big emphasis on missions and, um, and a smaller emphasis on vacations. And I think there's a place for both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was curious kind of what you thought on that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, going on short-term missions is a fantastic experience and definitely necessary to get the word out um, around the world. However, uh, what I have found is that a Christian travel experience that is more of a vacation, like I said before, it helps you get away with God, reconnect with your friends, reconnect with your family. Um, You can renew your commitment with Christ. You can restore your soul. You can relax in paradise you know, recommit to the study of God's word, all those things. Like if you can just take a moment and think of like taking that purposeful pause in your life, we're all so busy, no matter what we do, we're go, go, going all the time. And a purposeful vacation with a Christian organization allows you to be surrounded by God's love, God's word, fellowship, worship, and your vacation experience is not just another go-go experience to go see all the sites in a certain city, but it's a purposeful pause to sit back and go, what is God wanting for me in this moment? And how can I praise him and thank him for everything that I get to see this week? Um, And cruises do that more than anything else. We offer tours as well, but those are a little more, they're a little more engaging, right? Where on a cruise, you get a lot of time if you want it, if you want to fill your time, you can, but you also have the opportunity to sit out on the balcony with a cup of coffee, your Bible and a journal, and just look out over the ocean, look at the islands in front of you, the landscape in front of you, glaciers, palm trees, it depends where you're at, and just pause and find out what God's looking for, for you and your life for the next months, for the next years, Um, And then you can come back together on a Christian cruise because there's other people with you in fellowship. You can come together and you eat together, you fellowship, you praise together and all that. And so it just kind of uplifts your spirit, restores your soul. um, And we think that's a really important part of then entering back into your world so that you have enough energy to shine God's light to those that are around you. I like that purposeful pause. Uh, it is that intentionality and um, that relaxation piece um, that we tend to neglect when we're so busy and go, go, go all the time. Exactly. Um, out of curiosity, do you guys use um, a set of cruise lines or do you have your own, I guess, line of cruises? 
Right. Uh, no, we use the cruise lines that exist and um, that you can book any of your own cruises on. Um, the majority of the time we use Holland American Line simply because we've uh, developed a really good relationship with them, but they're also very good for groups of people. Um, uh, other cruises are more family driven or more fun driven or whatever. Um, Holland America is just excellent for a group bonding experience. And so they let us set up the cruise how we want and we can all come together and do what we need in all their event spaces. So we prefer to work with them, but we actually work with all the cruise lines um, because it really depends where there's a ship in the water and the date that we want. Um, and there's also sometimes we work with ministries where they may be more of a family oriented ministry. And so they want to be more on a cruise ship that has more family friendly things, right? Mm -hmm. um, Holland America is known for their elegance and um, all of that, but there's not a lot of things to do on the ship. Um, but if you go on um, a cruise with Norwegian or Royal Caribbean um, Princess, they tend to have a little more um, activities involved that the family can participate with, as well as what we're doing on the ship at the same time. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to do a little bit of research into if any cruise lines really offer a worship service on their ships. And correct me if I'm wrong, Holland, I think, said that they were one of them. That does? On, yes, on a usual cruise, they do. I think there's a couple other cruise lines that do it as well. And it's basically a non-denominational faith experience. Um, and they basically what happens at this point is they offer a room available for that on the Sunday mornings during the sailings. And mm -hmm. if there is a person like a pastor or somebody who's also on the cruise, they are, they're allowed to then lead the event. But if no one is on the cruise to lead it, you're just meeting up with other faith believing people. But you can be from every denomination, like it can go from, yeah, to anywhere. So um, it can be a little unique experience, I think. Um, but yeah, we, that's why when we're on the ships, we always have a Sunday morning gathering for our group. Um, mm -hmm. And the cruises that we do, they're exclude. you have to travel, you have to book with inspiration to uh, go on them. But usually, if we're not at capacity for the room. Um, if there's room, the Sunday morning gathering is where we will allow anybody from the ship to join us if they're interested. So That's awesome and a great opportunity to even encourage the crew and just yes. other members who maybe didn't think about the Christian aspect in their travels in the first place. You know, the crew is a very good point. Um, we, there are many Christians that are on cruise ship crews and, um, we love connecting with them. We They always seek us out. We've even had people, um, pre-pandemic days, but we've, are, we've had people actually ask for certain sailings because they know we're going to be on that ship on a regular basis over the next six months. Um, and so they always have, um, every cruise ship actually has their own Christian um, Bible study. Sometimes it might, for, for the crew, um, sometimes it might be five people, sometimes it might be 50. It really just depends on who's on the ship at the time. Uh, but we always seek out the leader every time we're on the ships. We seek out the leader for that um, crew. And uh, usually we're able to lead them with some study materials and some music. Uh, we've even had some of our artists go into their Bible studies. And their Bible studies tend to be around midnight because that's when they're all not working. Um, and so our artists will just stay up. Um, and they'll just go into their Bible study and lead a worship for 30 minutes or so. And it's such a treat for them because they come from all over the world and they don't get a lot of um, Christian interaction, a lot of Bible teaching when they're on the cruise ships. And so it's fun to see when they can join us. They're usually working, but when they can, we, we encourage them to participate. 
That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I can just imagine how much they appreciate that encouragement um, because they do have a very uh, strenuous job. While they get to see yeah. a lot of the world, they also are working a lot of crazy hours and don't necessarily get that encouragement as much. Exactly. You've mentioned a couple different things, but what are some different ways that a cruise experience can become a Christian travel experience? Yeah, a Christian cruise experience, um, you know, I'll start with if you travel alone, uh, like you don't go on a Christian cruise necessarily, you don't book on a what's called a Christian cruise, right? And you're just traveling with your friends or with your family, or even as a solo traveler, honestly, um, there are ways because you are going out into creation and creation shows God. And so you, you have, again, that purposeful pause is very important. You have to take that time and not fill your space with so much, um, so many activities, but give the moment to just sit and ponder and read the word while you're looking at creation. And um, I think that's a big component of it. Um, I will say, I know of, we haven't had a chance to work with them yet, but there are places around the world, in the Caribbean specifically, also in Alaska, um, where there are smaller mission type organizations that instead of booking a normal shore excursion with the cruise line, you can get in touch with them. And when you land in that port, they'll let, they will escort you to doing a missions project for while you're in that port. Um, and they're usually for small groups. So it'd be like just for your family, like a group of six can go or a group of four can go. Like it's, it's meant for just the individual travelers, which means that's why I can't necessarily work with them. But, um, you know, you need to seek out those opportunities. So you have to do a little research to figure those out. Um, but there's always ways to do that when you travel. And, you know, also just, I think getting to know people, like I said, when I travel, my favorite part of traveling is to get to know the people that are there and the customs and cultures that they have. And you have kind of on a cruise, you have a short experience because you're only in each port for a few hours. But, you know, if you can go to a marketplace and just walk up and down and talk to the shopkeepers, you know, and just hear that they would love to talk to you, especially if English is not their second language. They want to hear your life story. You share your story. They can share their story. And you never know that might lead to some conversation or a friendship you might take away um, for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Um, and I like that idea. Um, whether English is their first language or not, that definitely can be a good uh, conversation time. And it, there's now tools like Google Translate and things that can help kind of with some of those barriers as well. Yeah. And you would be surprised how much a smile communicates. Um, and, you know, I learned, I've done a lot of language study in my life simply because it's a hobby. But I had one language teacher t tell me and it revolutionized my life. She said, every person in this world can understand every other person. All they have to do is open their mind. Mm -hmm. And it was a lesson in day one of that language that I was teaching, that I was learning because she spent 45 minutes talking in a language I had never heard and then asked me, what did I say? And I was able to parse it out even though I didn't know any word. And she said, you just have to keep your mind open. And I just kept that as a, as a remembrance as I travel, because even if you're not, you just can't close your mind. When you hear a language that you don't know, if you don't close your mind and say, oh, I don't know the language, don't listen. Instead, you say, let me open my mind and see how much I can understand. You will be shocked at how much you can get across and how much comes to you. Um, so yeah, it's, it's more of the encouragement to just get out there and 
learn to know different people in their different cultures and yet yeah, and use all the tools. Google Translate's amazing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you've gotten to see a lot of cruises um, and gotten to see the impacts that they've made. What can you say has been some of those takeaways or some of those impacts that you have seen? You know, I get to see this through a lot of different people's eyes. Um, our company usually um, works with around 15,000 passengers a year. And though I didn't, don't get to meet every single one of them, obviously, um, getting to see travel through the eyes of the people who travel with us um, really shows me how Christian travel and travel in general can really impact your soul. And I just love when people's eyes light up because of something they got to see that day or an experience they got to have. Um, there's also those miraculous stories of, you know, husbands and wives going on a cruise, but they're on the verge of divorce. And by the end of the cruise, they're realizing they need to, what they need to do to put their marriage back together, you know, and, or there's a person that's really struggling with depression and they don't know what they're going to do about that. But by the end of the cruise, they have a plan and they know God loves them. And, you know, like there's plenty of those miracle stories as well. And I just get privileged to see all of those things. Um, we do a lot of tours to the Holy Land as well. And that's probably the most impactful place, um, obviously, for um, faith believing people. And, um, you know, it's it's like Israel becomes 3D when you're or when the Bible becomes 3D when you get there. Right. Because you're just like, oh, now I get like the distances and where the and the plants that they're looking at. And like it's just and everything just opens up in wide open color, you know, like and until then it's like black and white print in your Bible. And then also you're like, I can now picture this. Right. And it's it's pretty funny. It like around day three of a tour when the jet lag's worn off and they're like really into what's happening. All of a sudden they're like, whoa. You know, and you can just see this miraculous moment. Um, so I, yeah, I think that's the stuff I love about and love seeing it through other people's eyes. Absolutely. Um, so uh, what would you get, or what would be some recommendations you would have for someone who's looking for a Christian experience while they are cruising? Yes. Well, uh, first of all, you can go to our website if you'd like, which is inspirationcruises.com. And you can look at all the events that we have going every year. We work with a lot of the nationwide Christian ministries. So your favorite authors, pastors, radio speakers, um, musicians, etc. A lot of them will be doing cruises and tours. If you hear about it on the radio, more than likely it's our company that you will be working with. Um, and so you can always go looking at that. Um, but my highlight recommendations would be... Um, Oh goodness. I, for cruises, I would say my favorite upon favorite is the Mediterranean. Um, I have a pure passion for Europe. I think it's an amazing place. Um, and the Mediterranean is just gorgeous, but also the way that we do the Mediterranean cruises is we call them footsteps of Paul cruises. And we go to all the sites where Paul would have been. So you get to see the prison that he would have been in in Rome and you get to go to Crete and see the locations there. And um, a lot of the cruises go to Turkey and so you get to go to Ephesus. And so it's just, um, 
it, again, it's the Bible becoming 3D because you get to see those things in reality. And that's my favorite. Um, aside from that, everybody loves Alaska because of the, the creation, right? They just love looking at the gorgeous creation that's out there. And we really do see God um, shine in those in those creation places that people get to see. And, you know, it's, it's kind of untouched, right? And so you can see the beauty of that and people really have their souls kind of filled up in that location. Um, so, you know, I would highly recommend those two. Of course, Israel is amazing and uh, everybody should go there once in their life if you haven't been there. Uh, there's not, I get to actually leave in 10 days and leaving to go there for five weeks and I cannot wait. It's, there are first tours back since the pandemic and uh, it's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait. So um, I would highly recommend that too. Um, but also I just wanna leave you with like, even if you're, um, if you are traveling as a single person or you wanna go with friends or if you can bring your family, it doesn't matter because if you join a Christian cruise or tour, you are surrounded by friends and family, right? And so um, I was a single traveler for many, many years and I loved every minute of it. Um, and so I we always just encourage people come along, but bring your friends because the connections that you can make and the memories that you are left with, you will have for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Um, that is a really great encouragement and also prayers and blessings on your upcoming trip. That's so exciting that you guys get to get back into the action again and get to go to Israel. Yes, it's so exciting. Like we've been prepping for this for, well, two years. So <laughs> it's very, very exciting. And um, I got to go just by myself to Israel last June uh, when there was a small gap opening when individuals could go. And we all thought we would be back sooner than this, but it's we are very grateful for the time that we can go. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, as we're wrapping up, is there any other thoughts or comments that you wanted to share? You know, uh, not really, except for I just encourage you, get out there, see the world God created, celebrate the different cultures that God has created, eat all the food you can because it's amazing out there, um, and then just keep your heart and mind open for these new experiences and get to know people from around the world. You will be surprised at how encouraged you are in your own faith uh, when you meet people from other places. Absolutely. Um, and then my final question, um, I always ask our guests, what has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? The biggest God moment for me was probably, again, in Israel, um, I just have a big passion for the people who live there. They're beautiful, kind, amazing people. Um, and no matter their religion, honestly, no matter their ethnic background, they're all amazing people that live there. And I think the most impactful time I have is every time I'm there just to have conversations with the people who get to live in the Holy Land. Um, it's a special group of people that get to live there. And I always leave encouraged and also with a sense of prayer that I need to continue to have for them. It's not an easy life to live there. Um, and yet it's a beautiful life. And I want to make sure that I hold them up in prayer. And the sights that you get to see there, they're filled with God's spirit. It's all I can say. Um, you know, it, 
God has blessed that country and that land since its creation. And um, so you you walk among, you know, the Bible, the words of the Bible while you're there. And so whether I'm there for work or for personal travel, um, there's just no other place like it in the world. That's, uh, it's crazy how um, his spirit can reach us and impact us in so many different ways from the places we see to the people we meet. Um, and thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, well, as we conclude today, Stephanie, how can our listeners connect with you outside of this episode? Yeah, you know, we have a couple different ways. Um, our website is inspirationcruises.com. Uh, but we also, a couple years ago, started a Facebook group called We Love Christian Travel. And if you want to join that, we would love to have you because you don't even have to travel with us to be a part of that group. We just want to hear from other Christians who love to travel and the experiences they've had and to post their pictures. And so we can all enjoy those experiences along with you, even if we can't travel at that moment. So that's the Facebook group, We Love Christian Travel. Um, and again, our website is inspirationcruises.com and you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Well, thank you, Stephanie. And listeners, I encourage you to go check that out. Um, we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Yes, thank you so much. Well, Christian travelers, I hope that you have been inspired and encouraged by Stephanie. She shared some wonderful insight into cruises and how we can make such a wonderful connection with the Lord in our travels. Um, if you're looking for more faith and travel resources, I encourage you to head to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you can connect with other Christian travelers and plan trips together um, from cruises to adventures, tours, and more. Um, it's all about connection. And of course, if you're looking for more podcast episodes in previous episode 141, we got to hear from Melissa who talked about worshiping on a cruise and having some of those purposeful rests. Um, and we're also sharing a little bit about some of the cruise lines that do have worship services as well. So stay uh, tuned for more of that. And until next time, safe travels and God bless.